This is the Prep Rally Podcast, and I am Chip Souza. I'm joined by Paul Boyd and Rick Fires. We're with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and we're going to talk some high school football today. It's uh, July, the whatever it is, 9th, 8th, 7th, 35th, whatever day it is, July. I've lost, hey, it's listen, not June anymore. I hadn't counted days since March the like, 15th, so it's just been kind of one blur after another. But anyway, um, we're going to talk some high school football today and whether or not we're going to get to play a season. And we're joined by uh, Coach Daryl Patton, who is at the new school in Little Rock at Southwest. And then we also have Chris Wood, the head football coach at Harbor. Coaches, thanks for uh, being with us today. Thanks for having us on. So, yeah, it's, it's thankful. Yeah, absolutely. So yesterday, the Arkansas Activity Association came out with a statement that said, you know, fall sports are going to proceed as planned. Now, that's something I felt like they probably had to do. They had to go ahead and put that out there. Of course, we have our fingers crossed that, that the season, uh, you know, will start on time and kids will be in school on time and, you know, things will yes. at some point get back to some normalcy. But – um, you know, with numbers continuing to go up and, and that kind of thing, uh, you know, obviously we're, you're going to err on the side of caution. But I'm going to talk with – let's start with, with Coach Wood. Coach, you've been – you know, I know, you know, all summer long you've, you've been, uh, you know, talking about we need to get our kids out, we need to get the kids out. And you guys have been doing small group practices. How, how have those gone so far? Well, I mean, it's gone, it's gone really well in the sense that I think you know, we took the dead period last week, took the week off. But outside of this, I think this is our fifth week of training. And, uh, you know, it was an adjustment early on their first couple of weeks, getting the guidelines in place and following that and getting everybody used to them. And then when we come back off this dead period, I mean, you know, we're just rolling through, taking temperature, asking the questions, keeping them in small groups. And then, you you know, doing a lot of spe- specific training positional-wise. Positional but uh, overall, it's gone well. And uh, I think we've handled it to the best of our ability. Coach Patton, I'm going to kick it over to you. Uh, Southwest is, is a brand-new school in Little Rock. And, Coach, what schools were, were merged together to create the new high school? Well, it's uh, Little Rock and McClellan and Jay's Fair. And then we've got probably about uh, two-thirds of Little Rock Hall is also a part of it. So it's really it's really three schools that's merged together. Coach, if you uh, – I know um, – you know, this was going to be an exciting time for you guys. You know, I know you were, you know, looking forward to spring football, you, you know, going into the summer, seven on seven, things like that. And those are things that, you know, that you didn't get to do. Um, with a new school, you know, you know, starting a new school, you know, what kind of challenges is that going to present if once you get the green light that, you know, that you can practice? Well, it's, it's definitely been a, a challenge, no doubt about it. It's been very exciting, very fun, uh, you know, to a, to a certain extent, it's been an advantage, uh, which I would never say COVID's in a, a good for anything because it's not. But for us at the time, when I got hired at the uh, end of January, the entire month of February, everybody else is in off season working out. We were kind of behind because we, you know, there was one coach on staff, myself, uh, trying to recruit players out of the hallways. Uh, trying to learn names, trying to going back and forth from two schools, it was definitely a challenge. Uh, with when COVID hit in March, it really was the time that we had a chance that we were get, hiring our staff, getting them in place. Uh, it had it gave us a chance to meet through Zoom with our players, through our with our coaches, to kind of uh, put, put an offense and defense playing together, and so it kind of gave us a chance to catch our breath a little bit. Uh, 
like Chris said, once we started in June, uh, we started with the small groups, uh, you know, doing small group work, uh, trying to get our offense defense, at least chalk talk, trying to get that in in place. And it's been a challenge, but we I feel like we're on the right track right now. We're, we're doing doing well, and, and we're excited. We, we want to have a football season, and we want to play. But, you know, whatever the AAA decides, if it's play now or play in the spring or whenever, uh, you know, we feel like it's, it's we're going to be ready. We'll have a chance to compete. Hey, Coach, this is Rick Fires. Hey, uh, you know, we all desperately want the kids to be back in school. My, my goodness, our livelihood depends on it. I mean, as you as coaches, us sports writers, we don't have – man, I'll be sitting on a corner trying to sell apples, and my apples look nasty out there where I'm living. But have there been any talks with the administrators how we're going to do this once we get the kids back in school? I know right now, you know, you want groups of smaller groups. If you're in a classroom of 30 people – how are we going to do that? I mean, you're going to perhaps put some kids in the gymnasium. Are you having any talks like that? I know it's still early with the administrators. Are they giving? Are you getting any feedback on that? Go, go Chris, ahead. you want it or you want me to take? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the biggest thing right now is our admin team and our district and school board, and then really patrons of our district are, are giving out opportunities to kind of decide on what they think is the best for for their son or daughter and. It's anywhere from in class, uh, like traditional, to a blended class, which uh, which means uh, some days you're online from home and a couple of days you come into your, your class and do your learning. So you might not have five straight days of in-person learning. And then you've got the virtual everything's online model that they're looking at. And so and then you go in there and I mean, they're going to, you know, they're putting in the uh, disinfecting stations within every room so kids can get a score of disinfectant when they come in the room, spacing of the desk. And, you know, the big thing is that six feet, you know, you like yes. setting up those room where there's six feet space, anything within six feet, you got to get those masks on in those enclosed settings. So I think right now they're doing a lot of the legwork and they're following guidelines from our state department. You know, they're, they're looking, but uh, the biggest thing I've seen is just, you know, trying to personalize the learning for each individual family to make them feel the, the safest they can on, on sending their son or daughter back to school. Or if there's a version of a couple of days on campus and other days off campus, that's what I've, I've seen through from our district standpoint. Coach Patton. Well, yeah, I mean, everything Chris has said is exactly what we're doing down here. Uh, they sent out surveys to, uh, to all of our students and families. You know, asking them if they want the traditional, the blended, or the the uh, the uh, virtual teachings. The 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 situation that that I'm seeing, Chris, I'm gonna kind of throw it back to you a little bit. You know, where I'm at, it's not Northwest Arkansas. It's Central Arkansas. Uh, different different kind of setting and client, clientele there. As far as we've got a situation where our kids. They want to be back in school. Our parents want our kids back in school. Um, whereas Fayetteville or maybe a Bryant or Conway, I see a lot of those kids maybe doing it virtual teachings. Down here in Little Rock, I think our kids are going to want to be back in the classroom. And especially with the new school, the situation I see is, and we talked about this yesterday, if you say, okay, all kids are going to wear a mask. Okay, let's say you're going to wear a mask. Well, what, what do you do with the kids that don't wear a mask? That refuses to because you know we you, right now it's not a uh, a mandated everybody's got to wear a mask it's kind of optional still exactly and so what do you do with those kids you know do you, do you suspend them I, I don't think you can do that no you put them in a different classroom i don't know if you can do that or not so 
there's a lot of options, uh, obstacles out there that we've got to overcome. But, but uh, you know, I definitely think we're going to have more kids in our school that will want to go to school first year in, in a brand new setting and be a part of that. We just got to figure out a way to do it safely. And and so I'm not sure Harbor or Fayetteville or Bryant, those schools are going to have the same obstacles that we will have. Coach Wood, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this, about, you know, how – how, what what would football? What's football going to look like? Are they, you know, what, I mean, because you cannot play a football game with a kid wearing a mask. I mean, let's just that that cannot happen. Probably, maybe a shield, a face shield. Is that a possibility, Coach? Well, I mean, how, how how do you see a football game being played here? This is June, you know, July, early ninth. Yeah how how do you see a football game being played with a player in a full uniform? Well, I think, you know, one of the critical pieces of that is uh, we need to move ourselves into the next phase of trying to find that out, to be honest with you. You know, right now we can't hit bags. We can't hand off a football. Uh, we can't do seven-on-seven seven with helmets on. We, we can't – the only way we're going to know is just like anything else with the reopening or the data that comes out. We've got to be data-driven. We've got to look at the numbers. So, you know, I'd be interested to see since we've opened back up AAA-sponsored summer activities – how many kids in the state of Arkansas are participating in athletics or their summer programs? And out of all those kids participating, what are the positive cases that are coming in through athletics? I think that guides our information and our direction. You know, we're not we're not just the outdoor numbers of our normal communities. It's just specifically how's how's athletics being affected off of the reopening? How's that? You know, like you trip summer ball, softball. Well, we have tons of kids across the state and families involved in those activities. What's the data look like? Are they coming back positive? And so I think that helps guide the conversation on, on that uh, from a data standpoint. And then for us, from a contact sport deal, we've got to move ourselves to that next piece to start adding pieces to see what works and doesn't work. And then that way we can kind of track some data on that. So, you know, hey, I, I put on a helmet with a face. I pulled a I pulled a mask up under a helmet and wore that around for about 30 minutes. See what that looked like, because you don't know. But uh I think, you know, once we get moving forward and uh, if we can get into the next phase to see what that looks like when there is contact, now is there a spread? Are, are we seeing an increase in infections, positive count from that? And so I think that's the really next big step, and that's kind of where we're sitting at looking at, hey, we've done five or six weeks of this. I, I haven't seen data that says what we've done has been a negative reaction to the virus. And uh, so can we go to the next little piece of this, if it's just helmets and hitting a bag and still following all guidelines. Now, what do those numbers look like after two or three weeks? And then if we have success there, then by the 1st of August, hey, put us in pads, take us to the next piece. So I think it's kind of just a staged approach. I don't think you jump all the way in. I think you've got to gradually phase us into that next deal. And so while I was kind of hoping in the month of July, we were going to be able to put a helmet on. We were going to be able to do some in-house seven-on-seven. We were going to be able to hit a bag because we've got to see. We won't know until we cross that bridge. Coach Patton, I think you and I talked a little bit about this yesterday about some, what some of the neighboring states are doing. Um, so uh, Missouri's wide open; they're they're proceeding full you know full steam ahead um, with with since June sixteenth. Yes, it's June sixteenth. Um, <laughs> Coach uh, Patton, you'd mentioned maybe that Tennessee. There's some discussion there of flip flopping spring sports with fall sports. Um, Oklahoma is uh, I saw or heard today or read today that they're going to go ahead and have their eight man all star football game in July. They're going to play a full fledged football game in July. 
Coach yeah. Patton, what what are your thoughts on on some of these things, like a flip flop of spring and, and fall sports, and what kind of obstacles would you face doing that? Well, let me kind of just throw this out there, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not. No, but we yeah, well, that's why loves, we have you on here. Nobody loves football more than me, and, and that's my hobby. That's what I want to do, uh, 24/7. Here's the situation. I don't think it's a matter of if we'll have kids get it. I think it's a matter of when. I think that. It's going to be very, very tough, very tough to go to start and play in the ball. But I'm all for it. I'd love to try. But I just think it's going to be tough because there's too many questions and variables out there that there's not answers for. What I don't want to see is us start, you know, Chris, and then all of a sudden two weeks into it, we're, we got to sit out for two weeks. Then we come back, and then two weeks later, we're, we're out again. Uh, that, that'll be the tough part. Um, I know talking to some of my coaching connections and friends I have in other states, and that is Texas, uh, Tennessee, Mississippi, Missouri, uh, Oregon, Iowa, some of these t- states. Just like yesterday, okay, the big question that all the coaches have had and concerns with the AAA is we're not getting any direction, any word at all from the AAA. Mm-hmm. And so the athletic directors met yesterday, and, and they were at the AAA, and the AAA came out last night and said, we intend to play in the fall. Really, it, did, it didn't say anything. I mean, it, we intend, but th- there's things that can come up and change that exactly. in a heartbeat. Exactly. And so I, I didn't take anything that they said last night. It wasn't like earth shattering. It was like, right now, we intend to play. But I just feel like that when you open up a school or you open up a school setting and you have kids come in, and let's say I've got three football players in a geometry class and a kid tests positive uh, for COVID from that geometry class. Okay, so those three players are going to be quarantined until they get a negative test right. and all that. Well, everybody they have direct contact with also has to be. So now, how long is that for the football team? Talking to uh, our administration that had talked to the Department of Health and all that, they're saying that's 14 days. Yes, that's 14 days, not just the people in the three classes. That's for the the entire direct contact with the team. Right. So now that's what the concern is. It's not necessarily our players that we have control over and trying to, you know, keep healthy and safe. It's the entire student body that they're in class with. And I just I think it's going to be very difficult for the fall. I'm I'm in favor of if we're going to do it, let's flip it and play in the spring. But um, obviously there's no guarantee that in the spring it's going to be any better. Uh, so like Chris said, we've got to get to phase two and at least kind of see, because right now with us not going to phase two in July, like Chris said, we can't have any type of contact bag work, anything like that. So let's say we go to phase two in August. Now, how long does that take to get to phase three? So let's right. say it takes a month. Now it's the end of August. We go to phase three. You've already missed week zero and week one pretty much. Yeah. So now are we going to cut non-conference out and just play conference games? Uh, well, there's just a lot of questions to be answered. And what I'd love to see from the AAA to, uh, this week is for them to come out and say, okay, we intend to play, but here's plan A, plan B, plan yes. C. Yeah. And give us give us some kind of guidelines that way. And Because, you know, like Chris, I'm sure he has a lot of questions. I have questions every day from my players and parents. You know, what are we going to do? And I have no, I don't know how to answer it. And uh, so Coach, I don't I'm think anybody very, does. I don't think anybody knows how well, to answer And anybody that knows me, they know that I'm, I'm OCD. I'm very organized, and I like to have 
a plan for 2022 already in place. <laughs> and, uh, and right now I'm walking around, I don't even have next week scheduled because I mean, I don't know what the, what we're, what kind of guidelines, new guidelines we're going to have or et cetera. So it's just, uh, Chris, you know, time. I know this is, uh, I'm going to ask you this and I know this, this would have affected you, you know, your family personally, but you had a son who was a football and a baseball player, yep. both, um, excelled at both, you know, what you know if, if the sports were flipped and just using you know Hunter as the example here, how would that have affected him going from baseball to football rather than football to baseball? Because and the reason why I ask you this because of the the you know the lifting in the weight room is different than it is for football and the training is different and the body is different. How you know how would that if they did that? How does that affect a player you know playing you know multiple sports like that? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, it won't affect the kids on multiple sports flipping those as much as I think what we've got to step back and see the impact. Chris, you there? So you lose Coach Wood? Yeah, I'm here. You got hey, me? Guys. Y'all there? Oh, yeah. yeah, Coach, you okay. there? Yeah, did you hear the question? Okay, yeah. You, did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I heard the question. Okay. okay. I think the the biggest thing is that it's not necessarily the uh, it affects the multi-sport athlete and the switching of their seasons. I think you've got to look now is uh, one of the things is – summer baseball has been going and blowing for six weeks. So you're going to transition baseball kids right into high school baseball in the fall when there's been no downtime for a four or six week shoulder recovery. I mean, that's one of the things you've that's got to look point. for when you're looking at these yep. springs, you know, cause summer sports are going hard and heavy. They haven't slowed down. And so it really got to step back and say, yeah, Hey, we can flip it for football. Well, we can flip it, but we also have to take into account all student athletes. You know, we've already had track kids, we've already had baseball kids, soccer kids, softball kids lose their seasons. Well, we're going to flip it, and even though we flip it, that doesn't mean that they're going to be guaranteed a season in the fall. So I think first and foremost, we've got to make sure that those student athletes that's already lost out on one high school season, they don't lose out on another one Correct. just by us flipping it just because we can't. Now, the numbers might say that because baseball and softball and all that's been going all summer. So, uh you know, they might be just fine to carry forward. So I think it's more or less making sure we serve all student athletes with an opportunity to complete the 2021 season. Because as a parent that had a son graduate and he lost out on the last experience he was going to have at high school, because still in my, my simple world, the greatest thing you can do is compete for your high school team to try to win a state title for your high school program. That that trumps all travel sports, in my opinion, and experience and well, we've already had one senior class lose out on that opportunity, and I think we've got to do everything we can as uh, parents and coaches and educators and, and to provide these students that opportunity in 2021 that we protect this senior class and make sure they have an opportunity to compete their senior year under the proper guidelines. Well, Coach, Chris, let me, ask yep. you, let me ask you this, Chris. I'm sorry for cutting you guys off. Oh, yeah, off. no. Go ahead, Coach. Uh you know, I, I I agree with everything you said. I think the kids. I don't want to see anybody lose out of another year. But would you say to say football kind of drives this thing uh, yeah. economically? Because if, if if football starts out in the fall and we can't play, right. I don't think you see any sports for the entire school year. Uh, you know, I think twenty twenty one's a shot because football the 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 money that we bring in. For the, the gates and all that, that usually supports your your track, your cross country, your or your golf, your you know your your secondary sports. And so I don't know if we will have those sports. <clears throat> if we did flip it, 
and we do have football in the, in the spring. At least that income will come in. And so I, that's the thing I just worry about with this right now, starting in the fall, is hey, are we going to get through this thing? And I just and, don't know if we can. And and I agree 100. percent And the other thing we got to think through is, you know, that student athlete that in the fall that get that football player that graduates in December and reports to college campus in that's January, right, right. and therefore they do not like Arrington McRae, which is com- he's my tight end. He's committed to Memphis. He's going to be an early graduate. In January, he's going to report to wow. Memphis to start yeah. his college career. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's where we just, just so many anything. Yeah. And and this is what I agree with you is we have to have plans. Yeah, we yeah. have to have Plan A. Here's yeah. Plan B, yeah. Plan C, and over communicate to to allow our patrons, our parents, our students to start wrapping their mind about what 2021 school year is going to look like and how we are being advocates for all student athletes, and we're going to do everything in our power to secure your year. But there could become a time when we're making decisions that you might not have your senior season. And uh, we're, we're, we've experienced that with the graduations. Every school district set graduations in July. Well, because yeah. of our increase, now there are no in-person graduations, and most people are walking across stage. But we gave our parents, we gave those students, you know, hope of the opportunity. So I agree 100% with you, Coach, that we need plans. We need an A, yeah. a B, a C, especially yeah. coaches. That's how we are wired to work every day. We have a practice plan and we follow that and we adjust it and we move on. And that's how pretty much 100 percent of the coaches in the state of Arkansas. So they just want the plan so they can prepare for the future to the best of their ability. Well, coaches, I would I would yeah, love, I would love to see and I wish the NFHS and even NCAA, I wish they would, you know, kind of help take the lead on some of this stuff because you know, I, I think it's going to be hard to see one state do one way, another state do another uh, another way. Uh, you know, another state cancel non-conference just play your conference games when some of those non-conference games could be like inter, uh, uh, Missouri and Arkansas teams playing. You know, both both, both states. So I wish that if the NFHS came out and said, "Okay, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to flip it." Well, every state flips it. Now everybody's kind of together. And the NCAA, for those kids that want to graduate early and, and, and enroll, I'd love for them to come out and say, if that happens, you know, no, you need to play your senior year. You'll come, we'll, we'll, you know, you'll come out uh, in May and enroll, and we'll go that route. Make adjustments. Kid, yeah. Yeah, I'd hate to see a kid lose out on senior year that way. Absolutely. Well, uh, Coach Wood and Coach Patton, we appreciate you guys being on with us today. That's what we wanted was to get some get some different out, uh, different you know, outlooks on this and see what you guys are thinking because um, you know right now we're we're it seems like we're still where we were in in March that we're still just kind of treading water and and, and there's yeah. no direction and and we don't know what's going to happen and and there's a whole lot of what ifs and and that kind of thing you know out there and. Um, you know, these, you know, coaches, you guys need to know what to do. But the most important thing is these kids need to know, you know, what's going on and what's right. going to happen with them because ultimately it's, it's all about them. And, um, you know, we, we, want, we want to get back to as normal of a life as possible. That's not what we've all wanted. But, um, you know, what is that normal? And what, you know, what is that going to look like until, you know, a vaccine is, is you know, until they come up with a vaccine or, or whatever. Um, you know, everything is kind of fluid and it's, it's hard for sports to be fluid when, when there's just so many moving parts. Um, and, uh, but we appreciate you guys being on with us today and, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully, 
Uh, Coach Wood, hopefully I'm going to see Harbor, you know, down in McKinney, Texas, and, you know, <laughs> in August. And, <laughs> and Coach Patton, we're going to see you guys teeing it up, you know, for, for your, your opener. And, and uh, Coach, you guys kind of have a, a Remember the Titans thing going on down there this year, don't you? It's sort of a – We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. kind of and, – and that's exciting. It is. It's been, uh, you know, when I took the job, a lot of people were like, you know, boy, it's hard to bring McClellan and Perry in together. Bitter rivals. They don't like each other. And I, I've never in my coaching career been happier than to, right now seeing these kids. Uh, they All they care about is they want to be loved, coached hard, and they want to have a chance to be successful. And these kids come to work each and every day, and, and uh, it's almost like they've been – best friends for their entire life that's awesome uh, they work they work well together so it's been neat that's awesome well coaches thanks for joining us hey, today appreciate y'all and, and uh, yeah we'll, we'll be jumping thank back you. on with you guys uh soon okay i uh, appreciate you. it so that you've been we've been talking with coach coaches uh daryl Patton at uh at southwest which is the new high school in little rock you heard coach Patton. which side of town is it on <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, we've been talking with Coach Wood over at Harbor, and I know those coaches are itching to get out there. Everybody yes. is. We're itching to cover games. The players are itching to play, but we have to be safe. And the AAA is going to have to come up with a plan. There's going to have to be direction. They need to come out with that. Now, go ahead and make a decision. Let's let's do whatever we're going to do, and then that way we know what's you know which way we're going to go. And uh, it's it's time. It was it's time to do that. Um, so. We're going to – the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette is going to have a package on COVID coming out here in the next couple of weeks, and we're going to talk to uh, a lot of coaches from across the state. We're going to hit basketball. What, what's basketball looking like? Will that season start on time? What, will, you know, what are football coaches and players you – know, what, what if their season is flipped to the spring? Um, you know, how, would that, how would that look? Um, what about baseball and softball? Would that be you – know, if that's played in the fall – um, it's like Coach Wood mentioned. There's really not a not a gap in between the summer and the fall. Paul, you're you're a baseball guy. Kids who play full time like that with no break, that's when you start seeing injuries pop up. Oh, no question about it. But now I will say this: you know, we they're not. You know, I heard somebody say they're going full bore. Eh, they're not necessarily going full bore. I mean, they the number of games that I don't think they're going to the same number of tournaments because even some of the people I know around here, they they may have been playing some games, but they're not going to some of the big regional tournaments. At least they weren't gotcha. early gotcha. early on now. I think they, as we gotten into July, I think they have gone to, say, a Kansas City or, a, a, you know, what would be a bigger event. Right. Um, you know, the other fall sports out there, golf, tennis, uh, you know, cross-country, I can't see any reason why those won't go on as, as no. scheduled. Now, you won't have crowds at those, you know, at, like at a cross-country meet. You There's, won't have a crowd at the finish no. line like you've had. Uh, but those runners, uh, you know, especially if I'm in the race, I don't have to worry about being I close to anybody. I won't be close to anybody. Yeah, there won't <laughs> so, be anybody close to me. Yeah, uh, of course, they, you know, they run all a little faster than me, so there, there could be groupings like that. But um, I'm sure they'll come up with maybe staggered start time or something like that. Um, volleyball, hmm, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's that's volleyball, football, soccer are still in you know phase three. So you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. The thing that brings all this together too, for you people out there listening, is the fans. I mean, a Fayetteville Harbor football game may draw twenty five hundred people. Not this year. I, not not no, this year. No. How are they gonna? Is it uh, the parents get in to watch? That's uh, a good question, Rick. Uh, 
you know, it, it's just it's going to be real interesting. Um, they may, you know, maybe the bands come in and, and, and play their, their 10 minutes and they're gone, and the other band yeah. comes in and plays yeah. their 10 minutes and then they're gone. You know, there's there's just so many moving parts that this is, uh, you know, you would think that we would kind of have, have a plan since it's been since March. But I think we've all, and, and I know I have, and I'm sure everybody has, we've all been sitting here hoping that things were going to get better, that there was going to be a decrease, that there was going to be, yeah. uh, you know, we were, we were going to be uh, through this. And uh, here we are, uh, March, April, May, June, you know, five, six months later, and I don't know that we've that needle has moved, you know, at all. I think we had a microcosm right there with Coach Pat and Chris Wood. One of them would say, yeah, Maybe we can do it like this, and then it come at yeah. But if we do it like that, that's so that, that's what, what about that's this? where we're at. Yeah, that's, what, what about, about this? this? Exactly, yeah. and so that's where we're that's, at. That's where we're at, and and, and there needs to be a, a sit down with you know pe- people much smarter than me, which that bar is not real high. And us, but yep. uh, but but a sit down and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is our plan. Uh, I can't please everybody, but this is what we're going to do. Yep, um, and so. But we're going to have a, a package on COVID and how high school sports are going to be affected or have been affected or will be affected or will continue to be affected. Um, we're going to have that here coming up in a couple of weeks in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette as well as the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And we'll have uh, coverage online at the NWA, nwaonline.com. So we're going to have that. And uh, we also want to uh, put a reminder that our Best in the West package, which has been going on all summer, is going to be coming. It's going full bore. It right? is going full bore. Yes, it is. Um, and we're going to be uh, moving on uh, next with uh, girls, basketball, girls basketball. And then football will wrap up what has been 56 straight days of the Best in the West. Been some great stories and, and good interviews. And, uh, you know, I've I've gotten a chance to interview some, some guys I never have gotten interviewed before. Mitch Mustaine, Damian Williams. Uh, got to interview them, Dre Greenlaw, Dick I, Bumpus, uh, Dick Bumpus, and yep. uh, so it's been been great getting to interview people that um, that you know I, I haven't had a chance to interview, so that's been good. Um, so that'll continue through the end of July, and uh, hopefully you're reading that and, and uh, getting something out of that. So that will wrap it up for this edition of Prep Rally, the podcast, and uh, we will uh, we're going to talk COVID and we're going to talk high school sports, and we're just going to keep moving forward until we come up with an answer. <laughs> so I'm Chip Souza for Paul Boyd and Rick Fires. Thanks for listening to us, and we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally the Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>